The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The Big Small Business Show, proudly sponsored by MTN Business. Welcome to the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our fantastic entrepreneurs out there. And the one thing that I really love about entrepreneurship is that I always find it fascinating how people make their money, how they build businesses. And one of those fascinating businesses is in studio with us today. And the business is called DG Labs, and uh, the managing director is Desiree Gopal. And DG Labs manufactures Traces, of course you know what traces are, I know what traces are. Uh, clean room products, supply sampling systems and sources laboratory equipment. Let's take a look. DG Lab Services is a registered company that manufactures and supplies density traces to the mining industry, distributing garments to the clean room industry, as well as supplying syringe pumps, sampling equipment and biological indicators. After spending years as a manager for a large engineering company, the managing director, Desiree Gopal, bought the laboratory side of the business in 2015, catering to a very niche market. It's been very interesting. I've learned so much more than I ever thought I would. Uh, and I think that's the best part of it for me, is that I, I've been growing since then. Um, you know, I'm not the kind of person that likes to stay stagnant. So for me, all the challenges that we've experienced through the seven years that we've been in existence has been really, really amazing. The company faced numerous challenges in its seven years of operation, but managed to retain its staff of 11 employees post-COVID, making a seven-figure turnover in its last financial year. Desiree seeks advice on how to handle the pressure in her plans of expansion. So basically in the long term, in the next say five to ten years, we want to move from an EME to a QSE. Um, but we need to see which resources are the most important to start that process. So in the next year, we want to either look at um, getting an office manager or uh, a sales rep. But if we're getting then we've got to look at capacity as well because obviously bringing in someone or bringing in an external sales rep means that the idea is to actually promote the business and expand the business but can we cope with the extra work that will come in. Welcome Desiree. Thank you. Thank you Alan. Thanks for having me. So a question that I ask many entrepreneurs on the show who are talking about scaling is if they really want to scale. Do you really want to scale? Yes, we do. <laughs> Why? Um, I think it's time. You know, you know when your business has reached a certain level and um, we do feel that we um, have reached our target, uh, you know, we've reached as much of the market as we can from the point of view of the number of resources we currently have. We do feel though that there is a lot out there that hasn't been tapped yet. 
So when you're talking about expanding, because when I, when I read the list of all the things that you do, and I was just talking about the, the traces, which, or traces, which are the density traces, but then you've got clean room products, uh, supplies, sampling systems, to, and sourcing laboratory equipment for, for clients. Sounds like you do a lot of things. Yes. Um, so when you talk about your scaling, in your mind, is it going deeper into like more density traces, more more international markets, or is it going wider, or is it both? Um, I would say it's both, in the sense that um, so the traces that we manufacture is not only um, limited to density traces. We also manufacture a, another type of tracer called magnetic traces. And there are various other lines of traces that we want to look into into getting into. You know, we, we've already started some of the, the research in that respect. Um, so we want to look at it from that point of view where we go in deeper and broader. Who manages your ops now? Me. And who gets your sales? Uh, well, the sales just come in. We don't actually have anyone on the road, marketing, going out there, looking for customers. So you just opened your doors and then business came in? Yes. They just knew or did you have people so, you knew in your network? Yes. Um, so uh, the way the business uh, began was um, through um, me being retrenched. Right. Um, I was able then to purchase a part of the laboratory that I was managing at the time and I started that as a business in my own capacity. So I was able to then take the existing clients with me. Okay, so you started with clients. With clients, So if yes. you look at how many clients was that? Um, I would say maybe about 10. And were they all in the traces space? At that time, yes. And how many traces clients do you have now? Uh, sure, much more. I would say around maybe 2025. So that was word of mouth? Yes, So in some respects. So in, in your world, who told who? Did your current clients tell other clients? Because that doesn't, yes. or did your clients have like, they were in multiple? So, they, so it, it, um, we do work with quite a few, not just the mines directly, but with a, a few companies that serve the mines. So that is how word spread from those companies as well. Okay, so just coming back to the, the ops side. Yes. You say that you're running the ops. What does that mean? What, what are you actually doing when you're running the ops? Are you making sure um, something's manufactured? Are you making something's purchased and sold? What, do, what are you actually doing from a process management point of view? So all of that. So we've got to make sure that um, the manufacturing process follows a certain standard uh, because that is what we promise our clients. Uh, one of the um, core uh, principles of our business is that the quality that we um, you know, give to our clients is of the highest standard. Um, so I've got to oversee, I have to oversee that uh, part of it. Uh, that doesn't always involve just the um, activity behind it, but it's putting in all the processes and the procedures and making sure that the staff are fully complying with what is required from a quality standpoint. I'm going to ask a question now. I know the answer, I think, but maybe I'll, you'll surprise me. <laughs> if I had to say to you, you, Desiree, have to choose between sales 
an operation. So you, tomorrow you have to go on the road and no more operations. Or tomorrow you, go on the, uh, you stay at the office and only uh, operations, not sales. Which one would you choose? No, I think I would choose the operations. Yeah, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> okay. okay. So, so um, just, I just want to just ask one, um, one more question now. Your, your sales cycle from the time you get the order, and I know you've got different products there, but just yes. give me on average and just wait, wait at average. From the time you get your, an order for traces, be it whatever, density traces or magnetic traces, to the time you deliver, what's that time period? Um, well, it varies because there's quite uh, a few variables to take into account. Um, and it depends on the quantities that the client orders as well. Mm -hmm. But I would say maximum you would look at three to four weeks. Three to four weeks. Yeah. Okay. So, so less than a month. Yes. Okay. And is the, have you got competition out there? Yes, we do. Okay. And is the, their turnaround time about the same? So we don't have local competition. Yeah. Uh, the competition is in Australia. Okay. And how long would it take for them to? Much longer. Much longer. Much longer. Okay. Yes. Two months? Even more. Even more? Yeah. Okay. All right, I think I've got enough now. We're going to take a break, and when uh, we come back, I'm going to give some things to think about to, to Desiree.